Blog Talk Radio. Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at muckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Reverend James of FolkConjure.com in North Carolina, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjureman of ConjuremanConsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we welcome a special guest, Deacon Millet of FourAltars.org in the high deserts of California, bringing us today's topic on... Tuck it in the Bible. Learn how to hide petitions, paste stubs, and paperwork in the Bible, and empower your spells with God's holy word. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo conjurer root work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Miss Cat. Conjurman? I mean, Conjurman. Miss Cat? <laughs> I'm a, two, two, two for the pros or one. Two for the pros. Um, well, let's catch up with me by having me uh, whimper to Nagashiva wherever I'm not connected to blog talk visually on my computer. Don't know why, but I couldn't even say the magic word music in the chat. Other than that, I'm doing just fine. I may have um, lost it or closed it, or it may never have been opened. Um, Wow. Okay. Well, um, things today. Oh, here he comes. Look at that. He's rushing into the room. Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> um, things today are looking up at Lucky Mojo. We went through a, a spate of everybody having COVID. Ah, here I am. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, everybody got COVID who was a manager. Only managers got COVID. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Part-time workers, no COVID. So it was the shipping manager, Eileen, the um, order entry and um, manager, Colleen, the office manager, Nikki, and the lab manager, Heidi, all went down with COVID. But Nikki is back on the job. She's tested negative for several days, and she's fine. And the whole shop was being held together by the part-time workers, Bailey, Max, and Percy. And so big shout-out to all of them for keeping us going. Nagashiva and I, being the oldest among the set, decided to sit the whole thing out and work from home only. (laughs) So probably tomorrow I'll be back in the shop because I think everything is past and gone. Um, So that's our news from here. I hesitate to bring up the astrological (laughs) predictions we did, Conjure Man. Um, can Mm. (laughs) Can I just say... I guess we were right. It was pretty grim, and um, there you have yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was uh, more on point than we had hoped for, let's say. Yeah, I know. Uh, and so we were predicting um, uh, difficulties and war, and um, 
bloodshed and things like that pass. So uh, it's, you know, astrology, you know, the game you play and win stinky prizes, you know. <laughs> you can, or sometimes you win blessing prizes. It just, it's, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the spin of the great wheel. <laughs> and it's like, but this one is sort of bad. So um, Hamas, um, uh, terrorists invaded Israel. Israel is fighting back. Hezbollah terrorists have invaded Israel. Israel is fighting back. Um, um, the my cousins in Israel are pretty stressed out because they were involved in 40 weeks of protest against their president Netanyahu, who was trying to change the constitution of Israel to make it mm. less democratic. And while his pants were down, um, this invasion happened, and now they have to, especially my cousin Asa. Gayari, they have to kind of, you know, drop that and and jump to the preservation of life in Israel. And um, he's my age. His son, Roy, is about my daughter's age. And, um, you know, so prayers to my family in Israel. And um, and uh, I have to say, Asa jumped with some grace from being, I hate this government, to, okay. I'm getting bandages and and medipacks ready, you know, because that's what you do when your people are attacked. So I didn't want to get into it too deep to say that no matter what, Conjurman, you are a great astrologer. Hmm. Yeah, it's sad sad to see. Yeah, it is. And um, it's not going to help anyone find peace or happiness, but we're right now in a a time that is not very peaceful and not very happy. And that's what we have. So um, other than that, at Lucky Mojo, um, let's see. We are harvesting walnuts, and that's going very well. Bailey is out there harvesting walnuts. And um, I think that's about it for me. I might have a little bit of an announcement later at the end of the show. Maybe me and Dick and Millet can and can give some cool announcements. Um, But, uh, you know, life goes on. So how are things with you, Conjurman? Things are are well, uh, given all that's going on in the state of the world. It's been quite a busy day, but it was quite alarming to see the astrology turn out to be so accurate. But that's the case with astrology. Astrology is probably one of the divination systems that allows for this type of big world-like predictions uh it's kind of hard to do that with tarot you can make great predictions with tarot for the person but it's very difficult to do like states and and countries worlds and geopolitics but uh, but astrology does have a a strong uh capacity for that and and even some of the details we mentioned so for example we mentioned like perversions and corruptions of the law was one of the big interpretations it was revealed that in 2018, since 2018, uh, Netanyahu has been very openly telling people that if you believe in the sovereignty of Israel, you should support Hamas because Hamas is a good counterweight for his fascist government. And so Israelis yeah. are very angry at their at their president going, not only did you fail to prevent this attack, but you've been fostering the capacities of Hamas. And so there's something like 78%, which is like a huge number. Uh, believe that Netanyahu has to go, that they do not trust him, uh, and that this that he has in many ways is responsible for this war. 
and even the prosecution of, of, of the war has been horrific in response to the terrible tragedies in Israel carried out by Hamas. Israel sort of unleashed an ethnic, or at least Netanyahu certainly has, an ethnic cleansing of northern Gaza. So it is, it's been horrific um, on both parts with, with catastrophic civilian life being lost in Israel and with the Palestinians who have been suffering for literal decades. So prayers to everyone. It's the only thing we can really do, watching kind of helplessly. But at least we have some solace knowing that we can be forewarned about these bad events. And once you're forewarned, you can be forearmed. You can build solidarity. You can pray. You can work as a community. This is the time to really, because whenever these things uh, kick off, they have global consequences, not just the geopolitical, but also the interpersonal. I mean, you're going to see a rise in anti-Semitism. You're going to see a rise in Islamophobia. Just today it was announced, there was news that was released that a six-year-old boy was stabbed in Chicago by his landlord who accused him of being a Muslim and an Arab and cited the uh, Israel-Hamas conflict as his source for the reason for it. So I committed the first hate crime of of this um, event, but we're going to see more of that, whether it's Islamophobic or anti-Semitic. So this is a time to be in solidarity with your fellow humans, to pray with each other, to hold vigils, and also to hold our leaders accountable for the things that they do, the things that they say, uh, and for always pushing them towards negotiation, peace, diplomacy, over over war. So sad to see the astrology come true, but heartened that, that I think humans have survived horrible things in the past. And we've found ways of building solidarity together. Yeah, it's it's really awful on all accounts, you know, clashing yeah. protests, pro-Palestinian, pro-Israel. Um, there, there is a, a anti-Semitism is definitely on the rise, and there is a tendency mm-hmm. to uh, not understand how horrific these deaths were in proportion to the number of people who live in Israel. It's a very high number. And um, the idea of you know kids at a at a music festival being massacred is something that is just so out there. It's um, it's really grotesque, and so you know emotions are high on all sides. And um, I, I I have to you know just hope for peace. Um, I hope that the fighting comes to an end, but to to stop the fighting, people have to reform their hearts. And so that's what I'm praying for mostly, is that people will will learn. But, you know, as my old friend Malvina Reynolds wrote in a famous folk song, when will they ever learn? Oh, when will they mm. ever learn? <laughs> that was, was a song called Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Mm. Um and um, it's true. People have not learned. You know, you would have thought they would have learned, and and they didn't. And um, it just goes on. But in a way, they're they're um, they have good impulses. They're loving people. They're kind people. And then there are people who are easily led or seduced. You know, they'll join the Manson family. They'll join the Nazis. They'll join the Ku Klux Klan. They'll join Hamas. They'll join. an an army they'll join a sports team and beat up the other sports fans in the parking lot after the game you know people are prone to blaming their neighbors people are prone to um, 
joining into groups and committing acts of mass violence. And um, I don't think that it's changing <laughs> very soon. Anyway, sad but true. Let's hope we gather a few minutes of peace and long enough for some people to raise their children in peace, and maybe those children mm-hmm. will be more peaceful. <laughs> so, all right. Well, with that in mind and with <laughs> prayers in mind, um, we are going to bring in our guest, Deacon Millet. And Deacon Millet is um, well-known to all of us. A he fan is, favorite. Yeah, a, a favorite on our show. He has been a guest here many times and also served as host and co-host. And so welcome to the show, Deacon Millet. Welcome. Great to be here. Um, and uh, great to, to have come up with a, a more fun topic for today <laughs> It was hard. We we discussed a lot of dour topics before saying, you know, hey, we can do this one. This might be uh, a little more um, gentle and fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, That's right. Tuck it in the Bible um, idea for today is that it would be something a little gentler. Well, before we get into um, Tuck It in the Bible, which is our topic, I do want to give you a minute or two to tell us what you're doing right now. What's up with your life and what new projects mm-hmm. do you have in store? Well, the, I guess the, the biggest new thing was that we, we inaugurated um, subscription, new moon, and full moon candles. Um, so oh, cool. as of this month with the eclipse, you can uh, come to fouraltars.org and subscribe. Um, and each month will be a new moon candle for you or a full moon candle for you. And either you can say, I want protection candles or money candles, or um, you can say, I'll take whatever you're doing, you know it. <laughs> and I will do the same thing each month that I do for myself. Um, for the astrological conditions and um, the the flow of energy, so we've already got seven people who signed up for the for the ones we lit yesterday. Um, so it's just really fun to see people get enthusiastic. Um, people have been saying for the longest time, "Could you please light this one two weeks from now on such and such a day for the new moon?" And it's like. Oh, that's so hard for our system. The way our system is designed is is to zoom things straight through as fast as possible. Um, mm-hmm. So we finally came up with the, with a way to do it, and um, so uh, so we've got some very happy clients out there. Um, so that's the biggie for the week. So and I I just have to chime in here. Uh, Dick and Millet and I have been friends since forever, and um, we were talking about planning the show this morning, and I asked him what he was up to, and he said he was doing this, and I said, do you mind if I offer it, too? Because we have an overlapping but actually kind of different client base. And he said, hey, you were the one who first put online candle services on the map, and he said, I owe you for that. You can have it. So I, with Deacon Millet's approval, 
um, Missionary Independent Spiritual Church will be offering new moon and full moon candle subscriptions as well. <laughs> so, oh, very um, yeah, and with you know that say wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm hoping that Folk <laughs> Faith Ministries jumps on the on the bandwagon. <laughs> Because uh, uh, Reverend James is here going, hmm, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> Reverend James says, right behind you. I knew it. I knew it. So look for that announcement real soon at Lucky Mojo. Um, it's a really great idea. Thank you, Deacon Millet. You have contributed greatly to our community, and we appreciate it. So um, let's get to our topic, um, which will be um, Tuck It in the Bible. So we have had um, a bunch of um, episodes before that have been um, about working with the Bible. And I know that um, this is going to be somewhat similar to a few of them, but it's also going to be a little bit different because we're going through tucking it in, tucking petitions, papers, pay stubs, court papers, um, money, whatever, in the Bible, but that is also going to be a little bit different than um, than the Bible for a certain um, topic, if you see what I mean. There's there's a lot of, oh, I want to use the Bible for love, or I want to use the Bible for uh, money, but this is sort of the whole panoply of it, and um, I'm going to ask... Uh, Deacon Millet, to introduce the topic, and we'll start talking. Well, I do think that that a lot of the um, Bible-related spells uh, have this aspect of putting a paper or a picture or a petition inside the Bible. Certainly, um, tucking money in the Bible is a is a big favorite um, for saving and growing your wealth. Um, but I, I wanted to look at where, <laughs> you know, um, there's there's always uh, an aspect of where in the Bible should I um, put uh, what. And so I thought it would be a, a, a fun topic and it would be far ranging. Um, so I guess um, I would like, can I just start with one? Is that a good way to um, go? Yeah, why don't we do that? And before you do that, Nagashiva, could you do me a favor and bring me my laptop computer? Thanks, hon. <laughs> Go ahead now. Well, um, so I have a, a candle for self-love. A lot of my clients um, get down on themselves at various times and have things that they feel bad about themselves. And when it comes up, I'm I'm instantly like, I think you need... I am loved candle. Um, and so this is the a candle that's made for Psalms 139. And, um, and you can tuck your photo into Psalms 139. You can write down anything you feel bad about yourself and tuck it into Psalms 139. And um, the reason this psalm is so good is, um, and I'll, I'll read a few lines from it. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. 
My substance was not hid from me when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! And I, this is just a reminder that God made all of us and made all of us imperfect and knows everything about our secret selves, knows us inside and out, and cares for us. And I think that that's something that um, in troubled times we all need to hear a little more about. Um, certainly when, when I was struggling as, as a teenager with, you know, how can God love me as a gay person, um, this part of, of the Bible really, really helped me um, to go, wait a minute, this is how I was made. And um, can't argue with that. <laughs> so I just have to go for it. So that's what I wanted to start with, with sharing today was, was that particular one. And if you have any dour, down thoughts about yourself, find Find a photo and tuck it into mm. Psalm 139. That's really nice. Um, I really, you know, I wanted to um, put some stuff through here on the um, chat. Um, so um, there are a lot of um, radio shows that we've done in the past that have been about Bible magic. So I'm just going to start by throwing one in here. It was a show we did in 2018 called uh, Working the Bible with me, Conjurman, and Co. Meadows. And I gave here the audio podcast and the chat log archive. I'm just going to throw a few of these in as we go along. There are um, These shows are really useful. Um, and I'm going to uh, now just throw in one myself. This this one um, came from a radio show that was um, uh, aired in uh, 2020. And it it was, um, let's see if I can put this through, yeah. So this was a show called Troublesome Neighbors and Coworkers. But in the show, a client named El Tatush wrote, I found my name in a Bible with a letter stating how I was to provide all my earnings to this woman I was living with. There were various complications. There was an altercation. There was, you know, problems. But he wanted to know what had been done. I, he didn't know which Bible verse it was. He found it and he kind of, threw, you know, pulled it out and he didn't know what it was. So I went through the Bible looking for um, what I would do if I wanted to use the Bible against my mate who uh, did not provide me with money. And I found it right away. It's at First Timothy, Timothy 5 and 8. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So that's what you do if you need child support, if if you need um, uh, someone to bring home their paycheck and not gamble it away or spend it on drink, 
that's your Bible verse. And I would never have known that had not this client called in and said, I found my name on a piece of paper in the Bible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so how about you, Contraman? Do you have one that you'd like to share? Yeah, there's two things I want to mention here about working with the Bible, uh, particularly putting things into the Bible. Um, one is a very old-fashioned protection working that I was taught, and that is you take a bay leaf uh, and you write your name on the bay leaf, or you will uh, write the name of all your family members on the bay leaf or whoever you want to protect. And then on the back of the bay leaf, you will write a verse from Psalm 91. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then you tuck this bay leaf into Psalm 91. So you open the Bible up to Psalm 91, put the bay leaf in there, close the Bible. And so long as the bay leaf remained in the Bible, the Lord of the God, the Lord God will be your refuge and your fortress protecting you just as the Bible itself protects the bay leaf. Um, I've, I've had one of these Bibles passed down to me from my teacher, uh, a family Bible been in her family for for ages and if you open it up to psalm 91 you'll find a bunch of small bay leaves that she had put in there that her father had put in there that her grandfather had put in there and every sort of generation has added a bay leaf into the bible and psalm 91 so this is one way you can work the bible for protection in that regard tucking in this bay leaf the other technique here is that the Bible is translated into English. Find out what your name means and then find that word in the Bible and then you can use the page of the Bible. You can tuck your prayers in there. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that their names have meanings and those meanings can be found in the Bible. Remember, the Bible is originally written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek, right? And so those words are often translated. So if your name means something like you know, if your name is Michael, that'll show up in the Bible because Michael hasn't been translated. But if your name is something else, like my name, Ali, probably doesn't show up in the Bible, but the translation of my name does, Most High. So I can go to the verses where the Most High is referenced and tuck things there. So find out what the meaning of your name is. If you have a name that's pretty common, like Sarah or Michael or whatnot, it's already in the Bible, but you can use the Bible that way as well. Wow. Okay, and I'm going to just give one little um, idea of how to find that. There's a book, huge book, called Strong's Concordance, Strong's Exhaustive mm. Concordance. And <laughs> uh, it's called. And um, I still have my big old brick of a copy, but you can find it online. And it contains every word in the Bible and every place that word is used. I mean, if you want to, if your last name is Hirsch, it means deer. You look up deer. There's every first place that the word deer appears. It's the most, it's a really great book for doing this kind of magic. Thank you so much for mentioning that because it really is um, a, a powerful way to work. Now, mm -hmm. um, people who are Catholic will also usually have a a name saint or patron saint, or they may have been born on a saint's day. And some of those saints um, were living people who are mentioned in the Bible. So like Jude or Timothy or whatever, and you can look mm -hmm. them up and, um, and that would also work. That's a really great, great idea. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw another one in. Um, this is again, a radio show that we did um, called, um, called Dollar Bill Spells. Now, this radio show was not only 
about the Bible by any means, but it contained the um, uh, the money in the Bible. And um, usually it is Psalms 23. Uh, everybody knows, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And on the radio show we mention that. But there's another one that people don't know about as much called Proverbs 24, um, 3 and 4. And this is a Bible verse that is not about um, having all you want or saving money. It's specifically about um, your home. And the words are, through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And so with this psalm, excuse me, with this proverb, Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4, you can take a $20 bill, write your petition, or just write those lines on it, or I have money to buy new mini blinds, or I need a new refrigerator. Cut out a picture, uh, you know, print it out, and cut out a picture of the products or the new look that you want for your uh, living room with new area rugs and a new matching sofa. Put that in the Bible at Proverbs 24, 3 and 4, and um, by knowledge shall your chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. All right, let's turn this one over to Deacon Millett. Well, um, I've got another one. Um, it, it's uh, not, not as um, nice or as pleasant as my first one. It's the opposite. So this is if you've got someone who's refusing to take the blame for something, um, they are don't feel any guilt over something they've done to you, um, people with no sense of shame at all, that sort of thing. So when you've been done wrong to, um, and you want them to feel bad about it um, and for it to weigh them down, you can use Psalm 38 for that. Um, there is no soundness in my body because of your anger. There is no rest in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have overwhelmed me. They are a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds are foul and fasting because of my sinful folly. I am bent and brought low. All day long I go about mourning, for my loins are full of burning pain, and no soundness remains in my body. I am numb and badly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. Wow. And it's fun to use <laughs> to use the Bible for for cursing wow. everyone. That's so. that's a that's an amazing one. I remember <laughs> reading that one when I was a kid, um, and. Um, I thought, how could this be in the Bible? It's just so mean. (laughs) But um, there it is. That's a fantastic one. Um, Do you have another one, Conjurman? I do. Uh, I would highly recommend. There's a (laughs) building on the theme that Deacon Millet has has sent for us here. Uh, (laughs) You can use use the Bible for uh, dealing with slander. 
uh, one of my favorite methods uh, to doing this is writing the person's name uh, on a piece of paper, putting a big X on it and a small pinch of alum, folding it up and placing it in uh, uh, Psalm 20. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with a simple blabber. You can also do it in Psalm 101. Uh, verse 5, which is my favorite and probably the strongest. Whoever slanders his neighbor, I will secretly, whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. So what I generally do is actually start in Psalm 20, place it there, close the Bible for a period and see if that uh, reduces the slander. If the person continues to slander, then you move on to the more openly cursing of it, which is Psalm 101. You then move the paper, open the Bible up, move the paper, and you're actually moving back through the Psalms. So from Psalm 20 to Psalm 101, whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Wow, that's a powerful one too, um, and, and and it is really um, a curse. The one hundred and one, mm. yeah, that's that's great. Um, okay, I'm going to throw in another one here. Um, I'm going to throw in a, a bunch from um, working with the Bible for healing. Okay, so I have a couple of these, and I've already written them out, so I'm just going to toss them in here. Um, so, um, if a person is sick, take their picture and put it in a Bible. And um, these are um, a couple of ways to do it. For healing yourself, you can put it in at Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Very simple, that's for yourself. To heal another person or a pet, and I want to stress this, I have used this for pets. It's very effective. Especially if you're involved in the administration of the medications or their physical therapy, then you would use Jeremiah 33 and 6. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. And um, you can also heal someone at a distant or by means of constant prayer. And this is the most famous of the healing ones among Christians, James 5 and 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So there you go. Three healing places for different kinds of healing. Mm. Okay, who's next on our round, Robin? Do we go back to Deacon? It's supposed to be me, but I'm I'm not quite there yet. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess maybe maybe because I'm I'm thinking about the um, the kind of flip side of Conjurman's um, curse. Which is I'm I'm thinking how do we restore honor? So you've been mm. slandered, but how do you get your honor back? And mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking Psalm 84. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Lord God is a son, 
shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. And which psalm is that? That's 84. 84, okay. For restoration of your good name. Yeah, Mm. exactly, for restoration of your good name. And I've got two different clients who are in situations where they've asked for something on that. So I'm thinking this is maybe the spot to tuck it in, you know. Um, That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one too. I'm mm. going to throw in it. I'm going to throw in another real quick one. Um this is um working with the Bible for love, uh sex and marriage. A lot of people don't think of it that way because they think of the Bible as saying that people shouldn't uh, you know, have sex and things and all. But of course the Bible is filled with sex, so um good, bad and indifferent. So here's my favorite. I've used this one, I've taught it in my workshops and I've I've published it um before. Um the Bible book that's most often consulted for love and marriage is the Song of Solomon. But it's really, really, really long. And um if you go to my book Paper in My Shoe, you'll find a labyrinth was made of the Song of Solomon, which if you solve the labyrinth is to get a marriage. You can cut, print, make a print of it. Don't cut your book up, folks, but, you know, make a photocopy of it and um, and put that in the book at the part of the Song of Solomon that is indicated in the book for my mm. shoe. But there's a much shorter version of this, and I've often referred to it as the the aria that got cut out of the opera. It's Psalms 45, and it feels like, when you read it, like it absolutely belongs in the Song of Solomon, and it got cut for length, like it just didn't fit on the original cast album. So I use Psalms 45, which is called the Wedding Psalm, as a um, as a kind of condensed version of Song of Solomon, without all of the, you know, running around at night and the watchman and the and the guards and the where is she and where is he and all the whole plot and drama of the Song of Solomon. <laughs> this is just cut right to the chase. They're in bed together, okay? And um, <laughs> this this psalm also mentions oil of gladness. And you can combine it with 7-Eleven Holy Type Oil to dress the edges of love letters inserted in the Bible at this place. And let's be frank, if you are the kind of person, and there are so many people now, who takes pictures of themselves engaged in sex, this would be a good place to insert one of those pictures. Okay? Mm -hmm. And these oils can be used on the body. And Psalms 45 begins, My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Very good for oral sex, um, uh, events. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured onto, into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. And that's just the beginning. It gets much hotter as it goes on. So just check out Psalms 45 and think about what you want to put in there. Love letters, pictures, and so forth. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, another one that I have is uh, for, for the peace of the home and your family. You're supposed mm-hmm. to take a photo of your family members, uh, everyone that lives with you, and you put a little bit of their hair, like not a big old chunk, but just a couple strands in everybody's hair in the folder, in the photo. You fold the photo and you put it in Psalm 29 and recite as you do so, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. You close it and you, so long as it remains in the family Bible, 
uh, it will keep the home safe. I was often taught that you should put this somewhere in the kitchen or in the uh, dining room, not on the dining room table, but a table nearby, and then set up a basil plant next to it. And so long as the basil plant is flourishing near that Bible, the family will have peace and serenity in the home. Well, that's a good one. Okay. Do you have another one, Deacon? No, I do not. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm plunging on. <laughs> now you know how I spent my morning, folks. Well, I'm not, um, not gonna snitch one from there. <laughs> well, I'm gonna put up the court case one. Um, and uh, yeah, go ahead and snitch the next one from my list. But here's working okay. with the Bible for court cases. If you become involved in legal matters, you may place copies of your court paperwork in the Bible. Two most popular Bible verses for court case work, no matter whether you are the plaintiff or the defendant, are these. Psalms 37 recited to put an end to slander, false accusations, and to have restraining orders dismissed. It begins, mm. fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. So that's when the restraining order gets taken off. Psalms mm-hmm. 35, and we've talked about this many times in t- discussing court case spells, is employed for victory in mediations, negotiations, and court trials before a jury or judge. It's also used to give power to one's lawyer. It begins, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me, take hold of shield and buckler, and stand up for mine help. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know what a buckler is, it's a... The round shield. What, <laughs> yeah, right. So shield and buckler, it just means your armaments um, yeah. in, in war. So, um, yeah, so this these are really good, and particularly Psalms 35 with your lawyer's business card um, and, you know, your and their name and stuff and, and what they've, you know, what they've done for you or what they're promising to do for you. Extremely good. Mm-hmm. Psalms 35 can also be written on paper and put into a, a tongue, in a beef tongue spell, but we're right now talking about the Bible, so we won't get into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should, how we about... Should, we shouldn't. We should mention one of your favorite and famous spells, Miss Cat, that you've said on here before. It's a very old-timey one, and I've heard a variation of it, and that is for saving money using the Bible. And that is that you take uh, whatever money that you have, whether it's a $20 bill, a $5 bill, etc., you put mm-hmm. it in the Bible itself. You, I think you mentioned you were taught every seven pages. The variation mm-hmm. I heard is that every five pages, because of the five represents luck, uh, but mm-hmm. five or seven, whatever it is, there are variations of it. And I think some people even use three pages. But what you mm-hmm. do is you basically tuck your money into the Bible every seven pages or every five pages. You put a you put a five, you put a twenty, and you keep doing that. And the Bible then becomes a sort of piggy bank, if you will, or a safety deposit box that has all this cash in it. And what it does is it particularly is about building wealth and keeping your money in your hand. This is a really, really good way of not only building a sort of cash savings, but also if you have difficulties or when it comes to money, just keep it keeps going out. Like you have no problem drawing money in. You get paid. You have a job. You have steady income. But you have a lot of expenses. And by the end of the day, you're living paycheck to paycheck because your money keeps flowing outward. If that's your experience, then this is the perfect working for you. You put your money in the Bible, tucking it into every five pages or every seven pages. And what that will do is it will reorient money so that it will continue to 
stay with you, that money will come in, that it will stay, and it will grow. That's it. Thanks for reminding me of that one. That is one of the oldest ones I ever learned, and I have mentioned it many yep. times. And you recited it. You recited it perfectly, and they didn't have to listen <laughs> to me again. <laughs> um, and yeah, eventually you'll end up with a whole Bible full of hundred-dollar bills. That's the that's the um, the yep. idea. All right. Um, what about you, uh, Deacon Millet? You have another one. Um. Not that, not that's rising to the top of my head right now. I've given the, the major ones that impact my life, um, and and of course I had mentioned that one when we came up with this uh, topic um, as we were talking about money spells, and this was the, the the spell that made me think. Tuck it in the Bible. I think that was mm. fun. Yeah. Um, well, oh, we're I'm... on the same hoodoo wavelength. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple more things about this um, because we have among us always listeners from all around the world, and they're gonna say what Bible, and because they always do, and the answer is the Bible that that you're most familiar with. I use the King James Bible exclusively because when I was young. Um, I was told by my Jewish family that it, that it was a good translation from the Hebrew. It is actually, and um, but the New Testament is not as good a translation, and so there's a whole lot of other different variations. I don't care about that that much because I'm an Old Testament Christian, as it were, and so I use the um, the King James version of the Bible, and I happen to like that big old, excellent embossed cover, giant Doré illustration Bible that we sell in our shop. It's just wonderful. It's big, but I also have a little book. Um, you can buy these as modern paperbacks, but back in the day, the Gideon Bible Society used to put out the Book of Psalms as a separate book, and they made mini versions. And by mini, I mean they were Oh, you know, three and a half by five inches. They made a five and a half by eight and a half size. And then they made a bigger one that was probably, um, oh, I don't know, eight by ten. And these um, were just the book of Psalms. And they were given away as prizes in Sunday schools for recitation and so forth. And you can look them up online. You'll find them at eBay. I used to buy them at eBay as fast as they came up and then resold them in my shop. But then I figured, let other people shop for them. I can't buy every one of them. But they're hardback, usually, and they say on them, Book of Psalms. And the really old ones, it's like with gold embossing. Those are really good for divination, too, because you can open that and um, and have your word of the day. But if you don't have a big, whole, full Bible, many of the spells that we've given are from the book of Psalms. Not all of them, by any means. But if you just want to work from the book of Psalms, there's your little book. And it's a thinner little book, and it won't be as obvious that that's what you're doing, because it's not a big old Bible. Remember the guy, um, El Tutush, who opened up the Bible just to read and found his name in it, right? <laughs> so you've got to be a little sneaky if you're going to be doing this kind of work. Um, uh, Dr. Sweet says, hotels, motels, hospitals, and nursing centers used to have them, and you could take them with you. That is absolutely true. And um, 
Hey Maganda says, I just got a copy of Secrets of the Psalms in my last Lucky Mojo order. That's right. That's a whole other book, Secrets of the Psalms, which is a an old Jewish book which has been translated into English uh, back in the 19th century. It was also translated into German early on in the 19th century. That is how to use the Psalms in prayer. And that brings mm. us to the book Hoodoo Bible Magic. So... Um, Hoodoo and Bible Magic by by Miss Michael and Professor mm. Porterfield is an absolute must-have if you're going to be doing Bible magic. There's nothing like it. It's really, really great. And lighten your uh, burden of neurons because it's all there in the book. You don't have to you don't have to memorize every psalm and what it's used for and and um, every portion of the Bible. It's a really mm. great book. It's $12, and I recommend it very highly. So mm. um, that's that's my word on that. And um, I... Oh, and Balkan Diviner 14 adds, thank you, Balkan Diviner, that at AIR, at uh, readersandrootworkers.org, there's a category called the Book of Psalms. And yeah. then he put up the URL. What a helpful guy. So yeah. the Book of Psalms at AIR contains the the basic stripped-down material from Secrets of the Psalms. It's not the book. It's just that, you know, kind of this equals that. And it gives mm-hmm. you every psalm and how you can use it, what it's used for. There is nothing quite like it anywhere online. Um, and I have to give a big shout-out to my unindicted co-conspirators, we're all here today, the people who worked on that. It was me, Conjurman, Deacon Millet, and Nagashiva who put that together for your mm-hmm. reading pleasure. <laughs> so Huzzah. thank you, Balkan Diviner, for mentioning it. Lots of hours of work. Uh, I, I want to mention that, um, first of all, that is a fantastic resource, uh, and I love it. And the, the, the Secrets of Bible Magic is also really, really great. Um, we often talk about the Bible in regards to divination. Bibliomancy is one of the things that the Bible is used for quite frequently. But the Bible can actually also help with dream divination. One really old and cool tuck-it-in-Bible spell that I know is if you have a problem, if you have an issue that you want a solution to, you want an answer to, this is really good in particular about ferreting out people who have been talking behind your back or secrets. So let's say you're trying to find out who spread this rumor about me. You're going to write the petition, I seek to know who spread this rumor about me on a piece of paper. But this can also be about anything you have an issue about. I want to know if I will get that job. I want to know whatever it is, right? You put that your question on a piece of paper, Fold the piece of paper up, open up your Bible to Psalm 25, place it in Psalm 25, then place this under your bed before you go to sleep or under your pillow before you go to sleep, and then recite Psalm 25, verse 6. Remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are of old. Recite Psalm the verse 5 before that. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. This guide me in your truth and teach me will reveal to you this answer in your dream. So you recite it after you've placed it under your pillow, 
where close your eyes and sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you will have your answer. It will either come to you in the dream itself. So let's say you ask for God to reveal who's working behind your back. He plays it under your bed and then you recite, guide me in truth and teach me for you are, my, you are God, my Savior and my hope and all day long. Remember, O oh Lord, your great mercy and love for they are from old. Go to sleep. You'll dream of that person. You'll actually dream of that person. Ah, that's the person who's speaking behind my back. Or when you wake up in the morning, you will instantly know. It'll be the first thing you think about when you wake up. You'll think about that person. Or if you have a question you want to know about, Lord, should I move to this place in order to get this job? You do the same thing. Write a petition on a piece of paper, tuck it into Psalm 25, place it underneath the pillow, underneath the bed, recite the two verses, and then go to sleep. And in the morning, you will have your answer. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty Uh-oh, amazing. Oh, did we lose people? Oh, there we go. We are Deacon I thought I had stunned everyone into silence. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just intrigued that one of the, that this theme of being slandered. Um, I know. Why is that, that keeps coming up? up? <laughs> I, I somebody out there needs to hear about this. Somebody is. Yes, is there's a clear message there. being sent here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> But this this type of working of of relying on the the psalms or prayer uh, and tucking it into the Bible and then calling upon it to bring about dreams is a very very old way of working and it's something that's somewhat forgotten in a lot of our discussions around divination in the Bible because we generally only think of bibliomancy but there's a lot of different ways that the Bible is used for divination and one of it in this case tucking it into it brings about dream divination then. It's a very old-timey way of working. This is probably some of the oldest forms of divination is asking God, or oldest form of religious divination, I should say, asking God or the divine or spirits to come and answer whatever this question is in your dreams. And so it's fantastic. Deacon Miller, do you, yeah. have, do you have one? Oh, there you go, Kat. For a moment, we lost I'm back. Something. I'm back. Um, go ahead. Uh, let's have Deacon Millet throw some at us. Well, um I'm trying to think of one that I really want to use besides my my finale here, my free spell. <laughs> Your free spell. The grand finale. The grand finale. I have the grand finale. Well, then let's let's go back to the topic also of using bibliomancy. And I, I we we've mentioned uh, you know using the Bible to divine with opening the Bible at random, reading the portion that you get. It's important if you feel that you want to use the Bible for bibliomancy to mark the pages that were relevant to yeah. you. Particularly, I learned this trick, I, I call it a memory trick, from the I Ching. You know, you ask a question of the I Ching, and there's this huge book, right? And mm-hmm. you get this, you know, it's number 40 with changing line number two, and it changes to, you know, whatever, and you go, oh my God. And then, like, three months later, you got the same question. You go, what did I get last time? So I started putting little slips of paper in my I Ching because I was getting a particular hexagram called the fool. It says the the, the fool asks me a question and, and I tell him if he asks me again, he's, he's a fool, right? So mm-hmm. don't ask the same question too many times is the meaning of that I Ching hexagram. So I started putting these little slips of paper in. You can do the same with the Bible. If you ask the Bible a question like um, how shall I deal with um, 
that coworker who's not nice to me on the job. And you open the Bible and you get a meaningful response. It really means something to you. Take a little slip of paper, and I wouldn't make it too big, like a little bookmark, maybe thin like a little um, uh, Chinese fortune cookie slip, and write on it the date and the question and Bible verse that you got, and put it in at that Bible verse. When that trouble comes up again, you can look it up Mm. again. It's very likely still going to be your Bible verse for that problem. Now, if things are changing... You know, will my lover come back again? You can say, I asked this on this and this date and got this, and then on this and this date. Eventually, you could take all of those and put together a narrative of will your lover come back again. But date it and write your question on it. I like to keep um, dream journals, and I like to keep mm-hmm. itching journals, and I like to keep Bible journals because you're actually going to be working with this as a an example of spiritual language that you can um, be uh, informed by. Mm. I love that. I have I have something similar uh, to this where where you'll collect uh, what's known as blessing when you use biblical. So we talked about dream divination with the Bible. Now we're talking bibliomancy with the Bible. And how do you use that with tucking in? So I was told that if you do bibliomancy and it's a verse that promises you blessings, you're supposed to, quote, unquote, collect the blessings. So if you do a bibliomancy and you come to the verse and it says you will be blessed or it says something that you really want, it's something that you desire, it's a very fortuitous, it's a very auspicious, it's a very good verse, you take a rose petal or you take a rose and you place it there next to the verse and you close the Bible and sort of let it and let it drop. And every time you come to it, you place a rose petal, you place a rose. And what this ends up doing is that the the roses, because roses are particularly sacred in the Bible, um, will collect the blessings for you. And then, of course, at the end of the year, you then take out the dried roses that are in the Bible, and you can put them in a sachet powder. You can place them underneath your bed. You can put them in potpourri. You can use them in a variety of different ways. I know people that will literally just decorate their house with these dried roses. They sort of put it on their mantelpieces. It's very beautiful. But you use the Bible to sort of collect the blessings. You put the rose there. That's wonderful. Close the Bible up and then uh, do bibliomancy a couple months later and you see another good verse. You put the, another rose in there and sort of wow. collect the good in there. Wow. That's a really, really lovely one. Yeah, the rose is very sacred, in, um, especially in, in Christian um, yeah. uh, Bible. This All was right. a Southern Baptist who taught it to me. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. Well, there's our music. Folks, I think we gave you your money's worth today. Um, Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, 
free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to today's client. Our caller is Refreshed and Renewed 2024, calling from area code 904 in Florida. Refreshed and Renewed, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Welcome. You indicated that you had no readings on this situation with any readers. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, thank you. And she writes, looking for a fresh start in life. After dealing with individuals who have been wanting to see me down and out, I'm still going, but trying to start over and wash away the blockages along the way. They've stolen from me and have stalked me and watched me for entertainment. I have my revenge, all parties involved, but right now I want to focus on my peace, seeking clarity. Turning it over to you, Miss Kat. All right. Well, I think I will do... Um, the first reading, and then um, uh, we'll have um, Deacon Millet do the second reading, and Contraman will do the root work. Okay. So the first card I had is um, it, it tells me that you're actually mm. right. It is the Seven of Swords. It's the mm. guy who's slanderer, thief. It's a person who pretends to be what he's not, who steals uh, the swords of mm-hmm. righteous knights. It's a it's a definite uh, marker that you have been uh, damaged by having uh, everything from um, you know your favorite type of uh, caffeinated beverage to your identity messed with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's a yeah. somebody is is stalking you after you bad card the only good thing i can say Mm -hmm. about this card it is the first card i've drawn which in a traditional past present future reading means it is in the past it is Mm -hmm. moving um, away from you this person is still looking back over his shoulder though at the present. Mm-hmm. So do you know who these people are? Are they people that are mm-hmm. you still around? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're following me on social media, uh, watching me, my videos, uh, mm-hmm. following me around um, locally. Uh, it's okay. just, it's been an ongoing thing. So yeah, well, I, I know this, exactly who those people are. Yeah, so this card says you should cut off as much of them as you can. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, the second card is what I mean the second card is the ace of swords so we have a, a, the hand of God holding up a sword and dividing you know the sky uh, with a crown on top and there is a palm frond on one side of the crown and a myrtle branch on the other the palm frond is more masculine and more victorious the myrtle is uh, courageous and female Beneath that hand of God holding the sword is a uh, rocky mountains with no trees, no nothing. It's just rocks. And this says to me, you really do need to separate from these people in some way. I would recommend a cut and clear spell. I would recommend also blocking them on social media. There's no... Um, nothing to be gained from even allowing them to know it. That doesn't mean you have to leave social media. 
that means you block right. them, right? And so you can mm-hmm. have all the fun you want to with your friends and develop a new group of friends. You have to divide the sky with a sword. You really um, do what you can to make yourself um, more uh, secure uh, psychologically and more mm-hmm. secure in terms of the territory that you control. To separate yourself from people who are family members is difficult. To separate yourself Mm -hmm. from people who are friends is a little easier. To separate yourself from people with whom you work on the job, that's difficult unless you're prepared to get a new job. So this card really tells me that the work you have to do involves kind of laying out the layers of connection you have to these people. If you think you're being stalked by the FBI, I would Mm -hmm. say that's not likely. And I would say (laughs) put that on the burner for now, right? Put it Mm -hmm. on the back burner, let it simmer. But but if you're saying... It's mostly family. It it only happened when I moved back into town. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, I left town was happy, was doing good and everything else. And then, you know, when I moved back and I kept elevating, again, like I said, I'm on social media. I'm a little, Mm -hmm. you know, up there on social media. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, they're following me. They they see me. And they see me happy and shiny. Yeah. So I've been looking to deactivate those accounts and start new accounts. Just cut them off. Yeah, just cut them off is what this card says. The third card is another card with a sword, but it's not a sword card. It's called the card of justice. So Mm -hmm. this is a woman on a bench, and she holds a sword upright, and she also holds a balance beam scale to balance things. And the sword represents dividing things, dividing property, dividing people away, punishing people, sending them away, banishing them from your life. The balance beam scale Mm -hmm. talks about restoring balance to your life, making sure that everything is fair. Those whom with whom you can negotiate, you do. Those you can't, mm-hmm. just block them. You'll, life will be much yep. more peaceful if you cut them off because they are using, the sword is air, the sword is the tongue, mm-hmm. the sword is gossip. And it can also be mm-hmm. um, physical anger too, but it really, in this case, I'm looking at it as a lot of problems that you can deal with by cutting them off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go to Deacon Millet, and um, and he'll do your next reading. Okay, thank you. Well, I, I guess this is the may involve the slander that we were um, discussing earlier. Um, people mm-hmm. talking behind back, um, stalking mm-hmm. you. Um, so uh, it's funny how it works. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull three cards from the Secret Dakini Oracle, which is the deck that I use. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see what they have to say. The first card here is White Lady, Mother of Pearl. This card shows mm-hmm. a naked woman in shades of blue, and she's dropping pearls of wisdom down a well. Um, this is a card of, of cold love and manipulation. Often it represents a manipulative female, um, someone who is trying to um, frustrate you and take things from you. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you definitely have a a conspired um, villain here. 
um, an opponent, uh, and one who shows no remorse um, for their actions. Uh, so I, I think that um, you're, you are certainly justified in anything that you choose to do to get out of the situation. Um, and if this is someone from family, like you just said, it must be particularly painful to, to be treated that way. The second card is take a barn. And this part of the soldier. This shows a soldier with multiple arms, weapons. And um, this says that you are um, prepared to fight back. Um, you are not defenseless. Um, there are things that you can do if you choose to, um, to ward off um, the evil attack and to um, restore yourself. Um, there are ways that you can um, hide yourself from these stalkers and the things that they say and do. Um, so that's that's good that there is there you you show a lot of strength. This is not um, breaking you down and causing you to to fall apart, and um, that says good things about you. The third card is magic carpet. So the magic carpet flies um, high above the earth and takes you away all of this. This is a geographical solution. This is a card um, of motion. Um, this card flat out says, get out of here. Um, there's, you know, there's just no um, reason to stay um, in, in such a bad place. Um, we're, mm-hmm. well, it, it, we're reminded of the Prophet without hometown um, from you know our previous discussion of the Bible, and you know you are mm-hmm. just never going to be respected um, mm-hmm. where where you're from, and it's time to accept that your peace with that. Uh, take a walk through the graveyard and move along. So um, good luck. I hope this helps. Thank you. All right, Conjurman, do you have some spell advice? I, I do. I think you've gotten some, some fantastic readings here. Uh, you obviously had some uh, people who wish you ill, uh, but it's also important to understand that when, when people wish you ill and wish you harm, they can play to your fears, and those fears can then magnify um, you know, mm-hmm. what you're experiencing. And so part of the working will involve not just cleansing away the slander, the gossip, and the evil that is directed at you, but also to bring some serenity and coolness home and house so that you feel safe and protected. And your serenity is restored. The, the serenity of your mind is restored. So what I want you to do mm-hmm. is get basil, ruin, agrimony. Brew this into a tea. Start this working on Monday while the moon is... Uh, waning. You're going to brew this into a tea, and then you're going to add a few drops of Florida water into it. It'll should turn it cloudy and also make it quite fragrant. You will bathe okay. yourself in this for three days. For three days, 
bathe yourself after each bathing let yourself air dry it's also important that as you bathe in this that you pour it over yourself and wash downwards so pour the water from the neck down and then wash your body downwards as if you were removing things that may have been stuck to you wash it away cleanse it away put your trust in the lord trust in your creator pray from your heart Ask that your creator remove any mess that has been directed at you, remove any mess that has been put on you, remove any harm that has been directed at you, remove any harm that has been placed in your life. Do this for three days. On the third day, make sure that you gather the used bath water from the baths that you've taken. Let yourself air dry. And on the third day, I want you to take the water to some type of creek, river but it has to be running water dispose of it over your left shoulder throw it over your left shoulder and then walk away without looking back and this is an incredibly important part for you do not look back if you look back there's an element of doubt that you have introduced into this working and an element of doubt that you have introduced into your life you must be confident the whole purpose of walking away without looking back is to indicate you have put this thing behind you something that this cat has repeated said in the reading the ability to put this thing firmly in your path once you've done that you're going to wait until the moon begins to wax until it turns you're working with both phases of the moon to remove that which needs to be removed and now to protect you from further harm so once the moon begins to wax i want you to get a chair set it up so that you're facing east you can use a compass to do this or just look to see where you know the sun is rising you can also i think every cell phone has a compass app on there you can use that whatever it takes discover which direction is east Set your chair up facing that and and create a bit of a space around this chair. Now, I want you to get some heat-proof dishes, a nice heat-proof bowl. You can even get cauldrons if you like, but they have to be heat-proof, okay? You're going to get a heat-proof dish, and you're going to set one up in front of the chair, one behind the chair, one to the right of the chair, and one to the left with some space. So they're not very close, but they're around it at the cardinal directions, okay? Then you're going to take a small birthday candle, not a big six-inch candle, not a four-inch candle, a nice birthday candle that will burn very quickly. A small white birthday candle, and you're going to anoint it with fiery wall of protection and then place it into each one of these dishes. You are then going to light these candles starting east, Okay, starting with the east, mm-hmm. you're going to light that candle and work clockwise. You're going to work clockwise lighting each one of those candles. Then you are going to sit yourself down in the chair so that when you're sitting in the chair, in front of you is a white candle, behind you is a white candle, to the left of you is a white candle, and to the right of you is a white candle, all anointed with fire wall of protection. This is also why the heat-proof dish is very important. And as those right. candles are going, you are going to open up the Bible and recite Psalm 35, Psalm 37, Psalm 91. You're going to recite it righteously, with confidence, with hope, and an optimism in your heart. You're going to recite it until the candles burn down. Now, because these are birthday candles, they'll burn down pretty quickly, matter of a few minutes. So you'll be able to work through the psalms very easily. If the candles are a little okay. bit longer, you will simply repeat 
the psalms until the candles burn down. This is why you don't want to use a six-inch candle because you'll be there for hours. <laughs> so you right. use a small <laughs> candle that, that you have, you'll yeah. be able to burn down by the time you finish the psalms. Once it's burned down, you're going to take any residue wax or any wick that is left over and bury it in your front yard. Then take that fiery wall of protection oil and five-spot the door on the outside of your house. So you're going to in the door, you're going to put it from the corners, and right in the center, you're going to anoint that. And this will protect you from any further harm, any further evil. Now, once this is done, this is a very strong form of protection. Your enemy has no hold over you. Their hold over you has been broken. And it is important for you to remain confident in that. If you allow your fear to dwell once more on your enemies, you will open a crack in your protection and allow them back into your life. So don't let fear govern you any mm-hmm. further. What I have just told right. you is so foolproof that if you do it, your enemies will be throwing mud at giant iron walls. It's nothing to you. There will be flies and gnats. There will be nothing. So we want you to remain confident in the working that you do. With that, let's see if Deacon Millet and Miss Cat have anything further to add. Wow. (laughs) That is so good. Yeah. I think he might want to repeat it. And I don't know whether I would do this um, before or after the fiery wall of protection oil. I think that Miss Cat's comment about cut and clear earlier could be used in this spell. I think Mm -hmm. on a different on a different night, you could do this with yellow candles and cut and clear um, oil to anoint them. And that would help to, I think I would do that first to help empower the second night, the fire wall of protection night. I so like that. so yeah. cut them off emotionally and then put the walls up. Because mm. as I'm saying, you can't put those walls up if if you've got residual doubt, I think doing the cut and litter knife first would help with that and help you put up the barriers. I love that. Um, and as that does make sense uh, in terms of the reading that I got. Um, I love this. That makes this really a three-part reading, uh, three-part working. Um, mm-hmm. So you would start with the bath. Then you would go to the yellow candles with cut and clear oil, and then you would do the fiery wall of protection with the um, white candles. Is it white candles? Yes. Um, okay. I, I don't know if you said what color candles. Were they white? Yeah, white. white. With white mm-hmm. candles. White. Okay. That's really powerful. So that gives you a lot of strength, and you send them away, and then you protect against them ever returning. I like that a lot. God, I like it when we work together. We come up with some of the coolest <laughs> spell casting <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> um, thank you, Conjurman, very, very much. And thank you, Deacon, for throwing that little twist on it at the end there. Uh, absolutely great work. Okay, uh, that concludes our client section. Now comes our network identification, as if you didn't know where you were. But let's see what happens. LMC. You're listening to the LMC Radio Network, broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com.
The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Contraman, Sundays 3 to 4.30, Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and Reverend James, Mondays 4 to 5.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Instant Indication, Tuesdays, the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Deborah Voigt, Tuesdays, 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay in syndication Thursdays. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Deacon Millet of FourAltars.org in the high deserts of California. Take it away, Deacon Millet. Thank you. Thank you. So um, for my free spell tonight, I'm going to do the forgive and forget ritual from Hoodoo Return Reconciliation Spells. Um, this is probably the, the spell that is um, most loved from that book. Um, to do it, you'll need pen and paper, your Bible, some white candles or a white candle, hyssop tea, loose or in bags. You can cut the bags open, 7-Eleven holy oil, and a container for bath water. Um, forgive and forget begins with you writing a letter to God, and the letter comes in two sections. Um, the first section is um, takes the form, I forgive blank, whoever the person you're wishing to reconcile with, or, and then you say what they did, and I will not think of it or mention it again. So I forgive blank or blank, and will not think of it or mention it again. The second section, um, I am truly sorry for blank and will never do it again. So these letters are very specific. <laughs> One I got was eight pages single-spaced. Um, but the focus should be on things you've done, not um, uh, think things with detail, not just uh, I'm sorry for hurting her feelings. Say what you said. Um, what did you do? So you take your letter and you put it inside your Bible at Psalms 51. And you dress your white candle with the 7-Eleven holy oil and some loose hyssop. And each night, read Psalms 51 and burn the candle a little bit. And um, I'd like to do this ritual for three weeks, so 21 days. Final day, you'll add the hyssop tea to your bath and pray Psalms 51 over it. So you're going to take a hyssop bath. Bathe by the light of the white candle. Let yourself air dry and save some of the bath water. Then I want you to burn the letter to ashes and add that to the leftover bath water, the remains of the bath water that you are going to take to the nearest crossroads. You'll throw it in the middle and then walk away. And like Conjurman was saying, do not turn back. Um, this is over when it's over. Um, 
So that is the free spell for tonight. Wow. I I like what you said mm, so cool. about the, so. about getting an eight-page letter. I'm curious, was most of that on the forgive side or was it most of it on the forget side? <laughs> um, most of it was on the forget side. Um, they they had had a lot of things done to them, um, and it was it was very specific. And I think that 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 probably helped make it a very effective working to let go of all those things. Wow. Well, um, this spell has been um, in your book for a long time, and I've had people tell me that they've. Um, done it and that you also from the book for themselves and that you also have a forgive and forget candle that you can set for them is that true well i i do the the ritual with them if they want to do it with me um and i help them write the letter and then um i use similar to how i've laid it out here i use a purge this up vigil candle um with this and i do that for three weeks on my altar while they're doing it at home. Oh, I love that type of tandem working. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Because it's hard to do this. You know, this is not, this, this one requires more from the client or from, you know, the person doing it than a lot of spells do um, in terms of internal work. Yeah. So, um, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, 7-Eleven holy oil in this um, because um, those who are fans of Lucky Modra may know that 7-Eleven holy oil, we've sold it since 1993, but um, we, my the favorite webpage, oil. <laughs> and it's Contraband's <laughs> favorite oil. And yep. when you went to the page until today, it said, text coming soon. And it's actually said, text coming soon, for more than 20 years. Um, I don't know why. I just forgot about it. So I've now um, rectified that, and I've just put the URL through the chat. And for those listening, it's luckymojo.com forward slash 7-11, holy type oil.html, and is our custom um, holy type oil is all lowercase, all one word, all run together. So 7-11-H-O-L-Y-T-Y-P-E-O-I-L dot H-T-M-L. And when you get there, you're going to be mightily surprised because the various pieces that of spell work that I had mentioned are on that page now. And what I did all this morning was write this page so that you could have all of them there to use with your 7-Eleven oil. And I probably will be going through the chat log for this um, uh, show and put some more of them on the page when I have some time. Just saying. It's one of those those things. Um, so um, thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. Um, I do have an announcement to make. It was handed to me a little late, um, and I'm going to read it right now. Just in, we have a winner. Our Facebook Friday's winner for October 13th, 2023 is Diana Blackthorn. 
Congratulations. If you are our winner, please contact the Lucky Mojo Facebook page and send us your mailing address for shipping purposes. Your prize is the Botanical Book Bonanza, four books on herbs in hoodoo. Thanks very much to all of you for participating. Watch this space for a new giveaway. Well, this space is (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) For a new giveaway next Friday. Okay, Diana Blackthorne. If you guys know her, tell her, come claim her prize. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, turn this over to Reverend James, and he's going to read us some announcements. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjure Man, and thank you, Deacon Miller, the fouraltars.org in the high deserts of California for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Papa Newt of PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska on Altars on Fire. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjureman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Reverend James, joining you from folkconjure.com in North Carolina. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com forward slash radio show.html. From all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you so much, Reverend James, and thanks to everyone who has been in the chat. You've all been really great today. Always love to see people in the chat. So, um, as I said and Deacon said, we are going to be having these uh, candle services that you can subscribe to for the new moon and the full moon and Reverend James is going to be doing it too. A great trio of offerings and I uh, will have that news out in the Lucky Mojo forum and I'll have it online to order just as soon as I can get my act together and get it all posted. And we'll all do it differently I'm sure but it'll all be righteous service from all of us. All right. Good night all. Good night, all. Good night. Bye-bye.